We are live. It is 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. BST in the UK. And actually, I think it is 2 p.m. Mountain Time. It is the Nomad Tech Project with Sam and Joe coming to you live on this beautiful, ridiculously stupid hot Sunday afternoon (laughs) on July 24th, 2022. And if you're paying attention to the stream, and if you're not, you should be. We have a special guest. We got Bionic Scoop in the show. Decided to drop by and give us a couple of uh, words of wisdom, anecdotal stories, lots of fun, good Scoop. times, good chats. Scoop, how are you doing, sir? Welcome to the show. It is fantastically hot and windy here in the desert today, but I'm right. doing all right. Doing I like good. how you described what you said. It's like a miserable hair dryer. Yeah, it's like living in either, I described either a miserable hair dryer or an air fryer. Right. Way. Well, at least, at least with the air fryer, you could get some like, you know, like some toasted raviolis or maybe some like, you know tater tots or something out of it maybe you can get some some snacks so no you just you just get dehydrated and disappointed oh, I mean, right and sad and yeah. just hot and miserable so welcome to the show how are you it's and hot uh, and windy is very much like yeah how, how is it what's the celsius in the uk is like 38 ish uh, it's about 30 38 39 ish yeah it's 106 currently Whew. how are you guys doing apparently in the uk i think they were like poor they were putting foil on bridges and like hosing people down and stuff like that. Apparently, they've never seen any kind of heat like that in the UK, right? It's been pretty <laughs> crazy in Europe. They were talking about bridges yeah, melting like and all sorts it. of craziness. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are they doing over there? And they're like, yeah, we're they're, and they're not used to this kind of heat wave. And apparently, um, Europe's a little right, behind on this technology called air conditioning. You guys should probably get into What's some that? of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you should try to get some. <laughs> Only buildings aircon, right? Right. I don't know. It's just been around since like the 30s. You know, it's this new technology we have. What's that? It's whatever. So got a lot to talk about. So people basically, Scoop, we'll just get started with uh, how did how did the Bionic Scoop happen? The origin story, a little bit about your background in case anybody in the chat is not familiar with you and your exploits. And yeah, your yeah. On, um, online career. The Bionic Scoop. Scoop has been my nickname since literally I was damn near born. Okay. Um, I was premature, and you could scoop you have one hand and carry me around like a football. Ah. So I was, plus I'm a junior, so I was just a little scoop. So just scoop is just always stuck. Perfect. Uh, it's the easiest way. And then I uh, moved to Seattle. Born in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, so then I moved to Seattle. Well, my dad's job transferred us up there, and uh, but my first name is Greg, and I'm a junior. And okay. my next door neighbor, my best friend growing up, him and his dad are both. Greg, and then I had Greg on the other side, and then Greg behind us. So we had six Gregs in three houses. So wow. Scoop was just the way you called me. I didn't, right? I couldn't, you, well, you couldn't walk outside. And say, hey, Greg, and like get four, four, five. What? Huh? What? Huh? So, so <laughs> Scoop what's, is just uh, it's just why Yeah. What's the chances of having six Gregs within like a like a, a like two hundred foot radius? It's crazy. Literally, literally, it was three in a row and one directly in the back, like like the like the, the teared off Tetris piece, like. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, yeah. Got a DT so and like Barry. Your, your man Barry's in the chat. He's decided to show up there and hang out. So, I guess going out of high school, I'm sure you wanted to be a YouTuber in high school because that was the uh, thing, no. Right? Actually, I was I was heavy into jazz bands in high school. In fact, when I graduated high school the next year, I was over in Europe touring with a with a college jazz band. Hmm. I, I spent a few about, about three weeks in Munich, Germany, in Frankfurt. Playing my trumpet in a jazz band. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a musician. Yeah. Yeah. I did play a little That's trumpet cool, in man. middle school. Um, and I was a big, huge, uh, my dad was a big Miles Davis fan. So I remember oh, having oh, a kind of blue. 
Miles Tavis tie and all that kind of stuff. And I, and, and I actually even dabbled with a cornet for a couple of months um, and then kind of just, you know, got into sports. And then by eighth grade, I, I kind of lost the trumpet thing, which is kind of a shame. I really wish I would have kept up with it. I, uh, I was, I was the, I was the, the, the sports playing nerd. Like I, I was playing high level uh, club soccer and playing the trumpet. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just didn't have a lot, a whole lot of time to, to spread between. So I, I'm just going to stay playing baseball and then kind of do that. And, and I did have a great band teacher that I really, really kind of connected with. So by the time eighth grade kind of rolled around, I just kind of lost the faith a bit. So that's a shame. Oh, so I had uh, I, I, my elementary school band teacher really got me into music. And then as I'm graduating high school, he was at the college I was going to go to. Oh, cool. So I reconnected with him there and, and had a good time. But yeah, I was playing high level soccer. I was a baseball. I was a center fielder in baseball. I I played a little rugby. I I'm not afraid of contact. <laughs> Me neither. What position did you play in football? What's up? What position did you play in football, Scoop? I was striker, center forward. I was a number oh, nine. Oh nice. Oh nice. I did. Trumpet I did play football in uh, my junior. They didn't have a goaltender. They didn't have a goalie. So they're like, "Hey, you want to play goalie?" I'm like, I, "I've never played." soccer my whole life and they're like okay it's okay all you gotta do is just jump in front of the ball and just try to catch it and stop it from going to this big net behind you like, oh, okay i think i could probably do that so yeah for for one year I, I, nice. I was the goaltender i actually liked it a lot I, if i would have actually probably played a little bit more in uh you know and in, in earlier years i probably would have got into it because I, I really liked play, being a goalie it was a lot of fun i had a, I had a blast yeah i would play all up until i actually earned the bionic part of my name um Cool. I was going to say, I was hoping we got to the other half of that. Now we get to the bionic <laughs> part. So I was playing, like I had stopped playing soccer for a while. I really got back into it. I started cycling a ton too. I was riding 150, 200 miles a week on a bicycle. Wow. And I was getting in shape, like high level shape to rides from Seattle to Portland. It's a bike ride they do every year. It's 210 miles. You can either do it in two days where you camp out after the 100 or you can do it in one day. And my stubborn self was like, I'm going to train to do it in one day. Wow. So I would ride my bike to and from work. And then after work, during the during the warmer times up in Seattle, I would ride my bike like 25 miles after work. Then on the weekends, I'd wake up 7 o'clock in the morning, be on the bike, ride 50 miles to 150, 75 miles, come home, eat, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, do it again. Whoa. On top of that, I was playing three soccer leagues, one indoor, two outdoor. So I was in ridiculous shape. So yeah, I took I took oh, yeah. a nasty slide tackle in a match and I I jumped over it, but I landed on the dude's ankle hmm. with my toe in the turf and then, you know, kind of landed forward. I was like, oh, that didn't feel good. I'm all right. Oh. I actually broke the other guy's ankle. Like, I felt terrible. Like, I helped him off the field. Like, I made sure he was good. Like, I just, hmm. I mean, it's, it's a competitive league, but we're all adults in our 20s and 30s, like with real jobs and hmm. stuff and with families. Right. So, so it's not like, like we're out I there trying to get I, a tour card or nothing like that. Correct. Right. I'm not out there trying to get spot, you know, like, looked at by a club and you know so in the end like he did try to take me out but i don't want to see the guy hurt like right just i felt terrible so uh but that was like i can tell you the exact date that was april 14th 2015 i I know the exact date wow that's pretty (laughs) wild so uh, i was like ah it's a little sore a little tender uh, a little hurt a little hurt but i was still playing like i was playing still two to three weeks a week and cycling but I didn't know at the time as I was doing it on a fractured tibia and didn't know it was broken. Oh. It just felt like shin splints. So I was just like full speed, full yeah, contact. Just, yeah, just plowing through. Yeah. through. 
So I was playing indoor soccer, five on five, and uh, did a nice little nifty move to go off the boards to go around a guy, put my foot in the ground to accelerate. He held onto my shoulder so I couldn't get away. My foot stayed planted. My whole body rotated around my ankle and shattered it in six places. Oh, full spiral fracture. Yikes. Uh, it was completely free floating from mid shin down. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, my leg was at about a 40 degree angle and my toe was pointing that way. Oh, right, little, little, little Robin Ventura. In my head. You pulled yourself a little Robin Ventura. Remember when he, I, I don't know if you remember. He's slid in, if you want to look up Robin Ventura. Oh, I've Ventura, seen, I've seen uh, no, Yeah, I he can't, slides I in a home plate and his, it's, yeah, I'm like, whoa. Oh, can't yeah. watch it. Can't watch yeah. it. It's can't one of those, yeah. It. It's one of those Joe Theismann kind of moments where it's just like, yeah. 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 So for anyone that wants an idea of what I did, uh, if you guys remember Alex Smith, what what happened to oh, him? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. did the same thing without it coming through the leg, like the bone. Yeah, like, it was only, compound. It, it was close. Mm. So, uh, break it. Call the best part was calling my family. That was hilarious. Hey, it's <laughs> so, like, what are you guys doing? You up up anything? Hey, no, guess no, what? No, no. So, I, I'm a big jokester. I'm always joke with people on the phone and everything. But if I ever call you and I say, hey, listen up. If I start with listen up, something just some some real stuff went down, right? Uh-oh. So yeah. I call my mom. Mom. Hey, listen up. She's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, get to Valley. I'll be there in probably about 20 minutes. I just broke my leg playing soccer. It's pretty bad. She's like, oh, is your car okay? I'm like, what? Yes, my car's fine. It's parked. Like, it's it's parked. It's fine. I'm not okay. Yeah. Just get to Valley. So I call my dad. Yeah, you played that down a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, dad, they called my dad. Dad played soccer. Dad played high level soccer. He, he's done sports. He knew it all. I'm like, hey, dad, man, uh, I just broke my leg about mid ankle. He goes, was it dangling? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, you're going to need surgery. I'm like, yeah. What happened? So I was playing indoor. Oh, man. Is the car okay? Why are you checking on my car? My car is fine. <laughs> Both your parents are like, is the car cool? You guys, is it okay? Yeah, yeah, you good? You good? I wasn't I, playing Rocket League. I, my car is yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, is the car okay? That's fine. So then I called my girlfriend at the time, and I had to like compose myself for this phone call. So I'm like, uh, "Hey, babe, what are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, I'm just on the uh, hanging on the couch." I'm like, "You don't have your daughter this weekend, right?" She's like, "Oh, no, 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 she's with her dad." I'm like, "Perfect." So uh, you need to call my mom and get to Valley Medical Center. Is she okay? Oh, she's fine. Call my dad. Oh, is he okay? He's great. Dead silence. I'm like, "Yeah." So I broke my leg in half, <laughs> and it's floppy. And I'm probably going to have to have surgery. And I'm waiting for the paramedics to get here so they can take me out. Dead silence. You better not be joking with me. Why would I call you joking about this? This is not something I would call and joke about. Right. Just kidding. Haha, <laughs> come out to dinner. No, yeah. my leg's broken. Like, <laughs> messed yeah. up. Yeah. So I go through all the fun surgery stuff the next day and. Yeah. Yes, and, and, DT, the car's fine. Yeah, the car's fine. Still fine. <laughs> I don't think it's he has gone. the same car. But, uh, but maybe I don't have the same car. It's gone. Okay. So good. Um, but yeah, so I guys, guess they so, put some uh, some hardware. In, I have a titanium so. rod from my knee to my ankle, the full length of my tibia, and three screws. Oh, and that's uh, that's permanent. That's like Ikea. They just bolted it in there, and we're going to keep it. We're gonna oh, yeah. It. You can actually feel the square head bolts through my skin. Nice. Yeah. That's, so, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I've got a whole titanium rod and three screws, and uh, it was about eight months of physical therapy. I had to learn how to walk again because I had nerve damage because it literally splintered off into my common pulmonary nerve, which is by your fibula. And uh, yeah, and then in the process, I discovered I had a blood clotting disorder I didn't know about and had five blood clots in my lungs and killed me. 
I was in ICU for seven days. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So um, I have a uh, I have a doctor back in Seattle, my vascular surgeon, who calls me twenty percent because the type of embolisms I had, the mortality rate is about eighty-two percent. Whoa. So he calls me twenty percent. Bloody hell. So, so yeah. That is the, so that's why they call me bionic because I I shouldn't be here. <laughs> right, and, and, and just like a DT, of course, he's always got the most appropriate. Time. You know, it's more more Iron Man than Tony Stark. I would assume. I would assume that's probably correct. And it's it's kind of interesting and a little scary that you know people who are at peak athletic, you know peak peak endurance, peak athleticism, peak energy, peak health. Right, you'd be surprised how quickly it's like like that, and all of a sudden would... you have one injury and all of it kind of down spirals to the point where you're actually not only you know have some serious issues where you could have like literally. Eight out of ten chances that you would probably not be with us today. I went from completely healthy, it's strongest I'd ever been, the slimmest looking 180 pounds you'd ever seen. Like I looked, I was 180, 190, and I looked like I weighed 160 because I was just so compact. Right. I went from perfectly healthy playing soccer to broken leg to dead in less than a month. Insane. Well, well, we are glad that you got through all that, and you are still. I mean, yeah, okay. So I'm sure you're probably pretty excited about not not dying all the way, completely forever. So yeah. that's kind of good. So good. So I mean, I guess the, then I guess the question is after you uh, you're doing all that. So how did the whole like online persona, like how did your like how did your YouTube, Twitter, you know, like any any of your content creation, how did that kind of get started? Was it kind of an organic? Hey, I'm just kind of hanging out, trying to convalesce and get back to good and try to find something or like, what was the impetus for kind of getting started with all your, your online career? I had to find something to quell, like, the inner want-to-go-kill things and run into things that was always in me because right. I couldn't do that anymore. Like, I couldn't I – I was perfectly at home and completely content bleeding from the nose and running into people and trying to hurt them. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just the way I was. Like, I, I was wired that way. I couldn't do that anymore. I was always creative, but I always kind of put that to the side because I was having so much fun playing. Right. So I had to refocus that energy mm-hmm. into something to being creative again. And it was rough. It was a tough transition because in my mind, I was still physically capable of doing that. Like, ah, oh, I strap on the shoes right now and go. But dude, you have one and a half good working lungs and titanium in your leg. Slow down. Right. <laughs> Like, yeah. dude, you can't do that. Like you can't, you can't be that guy, you know, like it's okay. Those days are behind you now. Now let's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a, it is depressing. I, I, well. I was going to say, I was, was going to say for quite some time. Like, I was going to ask about like the yeah, mental yeah. impact. Cause now that's, you know, the physical impact is clearly obvious. Right. But then yeah, you know, man, what comes with that is the, the realization, the mental impact of like, Oh, okay. Now I've got to kind of like change gears and any yeah, athlete. Yeah. At any level, if there's any type of like physical person, you always have this idea that you're going to write your own swan song. Like I'm going to say this is the last time I'm going to play. Right. I'm. I. This is the last time I can do this. Well, then something like this happens, and you don't. You don't get that. So mm-hmm. it completely shatters your worldview about what happened. So I was going through it for a long time, and um, yeah, every yeah, year. It was rough. It was. It truly was pretty rough. Yeah, uh, and I having, and I guess having, it can. Yeah, I guess it can imagine. It feels like it got like ripped. Like it like literally got stolen or ripped away from you. It's like correct. Uh, yeah, having you get to have the control of your own destiny. That sucks. Going in for a routine checkup where they were going to check on my IBC filter and my internal stuff, 
and then telling me, you know, we're probably going to have to leave it, which means you can't play any contact sports anymore because if this ruptures, you're dead in seven minutes. All right. No. I guess that's it. As you're laying, as I'm laying sedated, as I'm laying sedated in a hospital bed, not being able to move and just crying my eyes out because I can't do any. I, like I, that was it. I said somebody right. just come in, look at my neck with an ultrasound, go, "Well, you're done." Walk away, like. <laughs> yeah, just like I, they just told you that you need a new transmission, right? Yeah. Correct. Like yes. Like, like, uh, yeah, you need new tires, mm -hmm. and then. Like, <laughs> yeah, toodles. Sit, hope, good. Good on you. Have a good day. Yeah. Oh, man, so, that's, that's, so oh, it was rough. Um, yeah. But I am. Um, Kind of plugged along up at Seattle, just you know, stay involved in the soccer community, stay going to the games and you know, cheering all my friends. Um, and then the opportunity with my job came up to move here to Vegas. Uh, I work for a wholesale distributor, bowling products. So I, I mean, I bowled all my life okay. too. So we had a we had a warehouse in Seattle that I ran for three years, and they really wanted to expand here to Vegas. And I said, "Hey, men, I'll do it." I mean, it's just me. I don't have a, I don't have any kids. I uh, wasn't married at the time. I can do it. It's a, it's a lateral move for me. Plus, the weather here is much more stable, and with all my arthritis and everything with my problems, it feels comfortable. Like I'm great. I'm good here. So that yeah. came up. So I came down here in twenty uh, uh, February twenty twenty, and then uh, the world shut down a month after I got here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. Uh, uh, it was eerie having Vegas quiet. But um, that's when it really, really kicked in for me. I had started kind of, you know, watching the tech guy, like Easy Computer Solutions mm, and yeah. Tech Team Mike and all those guys. I was watching their live streams as I was down here, set everything up because I had nothing to do in my hotel room. So I was like, oh, these guys seem pretty cool. So I started watching them and getting involved in the chats. And then uh, I got to the point where I was like, holy, I'm in, I'm in a whole new city by myself. This is, this is kind of rough. I need to do something creative. So I bought a Sony A6000 on eBay for, for dirt cheap and got back into photography. And uh, the rest is where I am now. Cool. So yeah, speaking of the photography, the yeah. Yeah. So uh, um, I see I, we're, we're followers. At least I know, Joe, you, you follow him on Instagram, right? Watch. I mean. Yeah. I love his pro wrestling. Yeah. The wrestling uh, stuff. I'm not really a big wrestling fan. I mean, I kind of remember, you know, kind of being in the periphery when it was all the, you know, the, uh, the red and black and all that kind of stuff back in the day. I just remember Scott Hall because he would do that dance and he took, I just remember him taking a, like a toothpick out of his mouth and just flicking it and it's stuck in a guy's mm -hmm. beard. I was like, that guy's awesome. But yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't get much into it, but also the, the music, like the rock stuff. I mean, look, you yeah. take fantastic like shots. I mean, if you're not, don't have a well, lot of like, yeah, they're just fantastic. Just the videos oh, and the you. pictures thank and your you. Instagram is just, I mean, for a person who just kind of, likes to look at that kind of stuff and isn't really into that scene. It's really fascinating to just kind of watch your, your content. I really, I really enjoy your Instagram you, actually. You. Um, I've always been a pro wrestling fan. I mean, I'm wearing, wearing a shirt right now, Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's fun to shoot the independence because these are a lot of people that are young in their careers and really working their tails off to right. get to yeah. the next level. And some of them are at the next level and haven't forgot where they've come from. They come back and to right. help out and train and teach and um being on the back side of that as a fan first it makes the way i shoot different because i understand the storytelling and ring psychology of a pro wrestling match mm -hmm. so i will always be in position to catch the emotion the moment 
yeah. of the action shot because I know I don't know what's coming, but I know what should be happening. Right. Yeah. So I'm always I put myself in the position to get that shot. And I have a pretty simple mindset. It's treat people good and take dope photos. Right. Everything else, everything else falls into play. Yeah. So I, I just treat every everybody with respect and they take care of the talent and they take care of me. So. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of reminds me of like when I told my daughters, but you know, basically the rule number one is don't be a dick because here's the thing: when you get <laughs> when you get older in life and you get into situations in professional careers, you don't only if you're a nice person, you almost don't have to be competent. You almost can get away with just being a nice person, Sometimes. and they're like, it's like, <laughs> hey, well, we like we we like Scoop. He's not great his job he's okay but he's just such a nice guy we can't get rid of him right we can't fire him because he's just a nice guy he's good in the office he's a good team guy and like but if you're really competent and just just a hateful human to be around they'll no matter what companies gonna get rid of you so i always tell people yeah just be chill with people treat people with decency respect and then um take some dope photos <laughs> i like that's a good approach to life. i didn't have the dope photos part but i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of use that oh uh, don't worry don't worry there's about ten thousand bad ones to get to the dope ones so right well, and the cool part That's is, it. too, is, like, everybody's taking yeah. photos in those, like, wrestling or They may not be fans of that. They may just be professional photographers who aren't really, like, you know, they're just like, hey, I'm here to take photos. So you're taking it from a fan's perspective on top of the fact that you kind of know what's coming. Like I said, it's kind of an, it's, it's a, it's a different approach than any just regular sports photographer. Correct. Because yeah. you may have somebody who's taking pictures at a baseball game who doesn't even like baseball. He's just doing it because it's a mm. job that pays, pays mm. the bills. I think what's, so, good, what's good about his images is what he said about getting the emotion in the image, and you can really see it. Yeah, some well, of them are just fantastic. Like, you yeah. can just feel the energy. Like, there was one I, I saw, it was just, I looked like a black and white. It was just a guy standing there, and it was just like, you could just feel the energy in this just really simple shot. It was yeah. no background. It was just like, it was just a powerful image, almost like something that you would see out of like, you know, like a news report or like a, a, a historical event where you take a shot of something. And it's like, that that is just a, a very a, a picture that tells a thousand words. That that's what I like. It's not just uh, an image just to look at it. To answer DT's question, just, uh, how do you get away with taking people? They almost always run away when I approach them with the bag. I don't approach them. <laughs> I don't approach people. Like I'm I'm very much like when I go out to Fremont, I am in the background in the shadows. Uh, I might get up front with my uh, with my long lens for like taking the concert photos, but I don't I don't bother people. Nine yeah. times out of ten, I've got headphones in. Just kind of just, yeah, just kind of to to be focused on it, and it's not even to be focused. It's just not to be bothered, because let me tell you, let me tell you something about. Let me tell you about shooting on Fremont. The more alcohol people have, they see a camera and assume you're going to take a picture of them. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I'm lining up a shot, like I'm I'm taking pictures for a band for them, like I got to get this for their Instagram, and I get this drunken tap on my shoulder, and I turn and look, and it's just some woman that's got like a half a drink and she's like are you gonna take the picture no no i'm not i'm not not happy hell no no no. i'm not feeling that right now (laughs) number one i've got a 50 to 140 lens right now so if i try to take a picture i'm literally gonna take a picture into your soul because your face is gonna be like right here (laughs) right like right here (laughs) yeah you should just do it and then show them the image you have to this like is a that. terrible photo. I know it's because I'm using a long lens and you're two feet in front of the camera. Yeah. Oh, wow. The inside of my nostril. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. No, not, definitely not for sharing. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, you, you want this for your IG? <laughs> I can send it to you. Like, yeah. It's just like, no, we're not doing that. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't, as a matter of fact, I didn't even think about that. The fact that you would, 
there would be so much. I mean, obviously you're trying to take the shot and you're doing, doing work, but the fact that you would have alcohol and people kind of engaging you kind of in kind of awkward, like cringy, almost kind of moments. Like you just go away. Leave me alone. Let me do my job. And I, I need to get paid. I got to take some photos and you're not helping. So why don't you go away? I already don't want to be here. Go away. (laughs) Right. I didn't, I really didn't (laughs) think about it from that approach. So I, that's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I was like, Oh yeah. When you mentioned like that, I'm like, yeah, that could be a little bit. Be so a little bit that um, selfie picture you took, was that um, them getting in the way or was that you from a distance? Which one? Selfie, the only chain smoker one, the comment I commented about the chain smoker. Oh, yeah, that was like I was like almost 65 yards away from them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was with my that was with my uh, my zoom lens. I could feel the joy the women had taking oh, selfies. Were, like, I'm watching them like. And I, I was sitting back. I was like, "Are they really like taking multiple selfies?" So I was like, "Actually, I used the lens just to see what was going on." So I, I pulled up the camera to my eye, and I'm like, "Ah, let me just zoom, zoom in." I'm like, "Oh, they are totally influencers." All right, click. <laughs> yeah. So it's a great picture. I love it. Yeah. So uh, we have a little bit of tech news to talk about. So what? Uh, I guess what phones do you usually use? Like, do you, do you? I know you. You know, you do you have a bunch? Do you have one? And you just kind of rotate through it. You just kind of you know, swap I, as you need it. How like how does your your mobile device usage usually look on a general? I'm pretty pretty static. Um, like for a while, I had an iPhone and I had the S22 Ultra, mm. and I was rotating those. And then uh, I'm doing some testing for Dish Network under Project Genesis, so I have a Motorola Edge 30, uh, the S30 Ultra, like their top of the okay. line one. So, so what do you, kinda... how do you feel about the Motorola? Like, I know generally it's not a phone that gets covered or talked about. Or oh, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's a good little phone. Uh, but uh, right now, like, I uh, I sold the iPhone. Okay. Uh, and I actually sent the S22 Ultra to my dad. Okay. And uh, I've just got a Pixel 6 Pro. There you go. Nice. It's just that Motorola. Yeah, Joe, Joe's approving of that. He has a Pixel 6 yeah, Pro. Well. I have the 6. I did, I did not... I did not get the pro. I just got the six because I'm just, I guess, sad and basic. So I, I do like my six, though. You're missing out oh, with a uh, telephoto. I, I know. I, 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 I really am. So, but that's okay because I've got, I got the hotness. So, and you got, everybody, you got, yeah, the I got the hotness. I so I, I still have my duo, but I, I do. I did take, actually, what's interesting was I took the Pixel to, uh, the concert on Monday, I was actually on my birthday last Monday. I went to Cincinnati to see five seconds of summer. My daughter had tickets and I will tell you this much. There was a couple of songs that were the audio was totally distorted and blown out. And I wasn't really close. And I noticed that when I took it with my 1520, I saw them four or five years ago and I took it with the 15. I didn't get the same response. Like, I don't know what it is about. Maybe I didn't have it set up right. Maybe. So it could have been operator error. It's very possible. But I noticed that a couple of when I listened back to the, the 10, I did a 1080p and then 4K. Man, the audio was totally blown out. It's totally distorted. Like I can't even almost make out some of the music. It's really bad. So who knows? But oh, um, Yeah, controlling audio on, on the mobile side is not fun unless yeah. you have an external. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, that, that Lumia 1520, though, it handled a lot of really loud, direct sound a lot better. I don't know if it was just the microphone captures. The Lumia, that Lumia did a pretty good job. Even looking at the videos now, I was like, wow, I, I, I took both videos and saw, man, this Lumia handled a lot of loud sounds pretty well, actually, compared to anything else. Yeah, Joe, it was pretty good. What do you got? Wait, question. Yeah, I'm still here. 
You got you got questions? I, I don't want to be it, it's the same in Joe. It's both of us we need to want you to ask questions. Yeah. I was oh, listening. Listen. Let's talk more about the pixel. Right. So now we got the six A coming out. Uh, right. So, so did you get it? Enjoy you, are the you gonna, pixel. Yeah. Are you gonna get a six A? Like how what like have you I mean I know obviously with the six pro I mean, no. I'm not having six A is not no, not because I have the six pro. I'm not getting the six A. That's not because I don't want the six A. I just don't need it. Right. Yeah. Kind of makes. Yeah. It kind of sounds. Nice. But uh, so, what do you think about the narrative about people like really kind of like complaining about the screen and you know, like, I guess at four. I, yeah. <laughs> I just rolls. like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what are you gonna do? I don't understand it. It's like, what? Yeah. It doesn't have wireless charge. Yeah. It's had a people, refresh screen, but good lord, I don't think it's that big. People of a deal. are insufferable. And cannot be happy. Yep. Yeah. I work in retail. <laughs> simple things. These are the same people that will buy a Toyota Corolla and complain it doesn't go as fast as a Lamborghini and then call it trash because it doesn't go as fast as Lamborghini. It's not designed to go as fast mm-hmm. as Lamborghini. Right. It's a damn Corolla. Plus you can repair yeah. it. If you ever try, go ahead, take 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 your Lamborghini to a shop and go, hey, just take it to a local guy and go, hey, can you fix this card? Like, uh, yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, your Toyota Corolla and your Honda Civic, yes, we could fix. Or your Ford Mustangs, or your, your whatever, we can fix that because we can get parts. Lamborghini, yeah, it's, just, yeah, it's, it's like I don't understand what people. I mean, and also, you're in that. So you know, it, it, again, I hate always using the the vehicle to as a comparison, as an analogy, but it's basically it's like you have to buy the phone, or you have to buy the device that works for you. Like I know a lot of people. I would not recommend the Duo Two to anybody. I know nobody, not a soul. And I know a lot of people with different kinds of engagement, different kinds of workflow, and there's nobody that I can think of that would work for. Just it isn't. And so I, I let them look at it and go, oh, that's kind of cool. And they think it's kind of neat and I can fold. And then I move on with my life. But they all have iPhones or Samsungs or Pixels or Motorola's or whatever. So I, I just I, I think that, yeah, you're right. The, the conversation just gets to the point where it's just like, I just, no matter I can, what they do, they could have a, it could have every box check, and somebody's still going to find something to bitch about it. It's just like uh, it's, oh, it's a lot like it's a lot like having a camera kit. To be perfectly honest, um, okay. I can show up to some place, and let's say it's a travel thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to go travel for a bit, right? Now I could take my entire kit on my back. I could have all four of my lenses. I can have all. I can have both my bodies. Yada yada yada. Or, hear me out. I can travel light. Take a single fixed 23 millimeter, something like an X100V from Fuji, and be good. I got yeah. my phone if I need reach. I got my Pixel. Yeah. I'm not out here. Yeah. I'm out here to shoot professional gigs. I'm traveling. I just want to get cool shots while I'm traveling. Right. It's okay to grab the correct tool. Sometimes you don't need your full kit. That's overkill. Right. Mm-hmm. I say that about a lot of phones. So a lot of people that are buying like S22 Ultras don't need that. It's overkill. No. Right. It's overkill. Absolutely. Yeah. Just the processing but, power, especially considering what most of the people are going to be doing is social media. My God, you need to type faster on Instagram. I need an S22 Ultra. <laughs> no, you don't. I need to take better selfies for Snapchat. S22 and, and, and the uh, Tiki Talk is the Instagrams and stuff. I know the S Pen just stays in the body. Just never sits in the body comes the out at all. Right. Ne- never. <laughs> no, Joe, I kid you not. I'm walking down the strip and there's a lady trying to take a selfie with her s22 ultra and she's like she can't get it out right i'm like you know if you pull the pen out and click the button it'll work like a shutter for you You can take a picture she was like what she pulls it out as a pen like, oh my god i didn't know it did that like, what, kind, a, what kind of magic a, is that a, a, a 1500 phone 
and doesn't even know what it does. Oh yeah, it's crazy. A lot of people I talk to, they have all sorts of devices, iPhones and Android devices. They 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 have no idea when you show them stuff. They're like, "Huh, when's that been a thing?" Pretty much since like, I don't know, forever. That's pretty much how how it works. Yeah. That's why they, they, yeah, okay, sure, whatever, man. It's like it's done that. It's done that since the Pixel Five or the right. but the uh, but the Note Five, the Note Five. It's been with the buttons worked since the note five. Mm-hmm. Which I agree with Shark. It does have great niche appeal, but it's definitely not. I, I I would say it's not only not definitely not for everyone. It's it's I don't think it's for a lot. And I'm glad that Microsoft finally acknowledged they didn't try to like, okay, they probably only made 50,000 of them. Like, look, we're not going to try to like market this thing. People who know, just know. And, you know, that I, I think at this point they're kind of just realizing, okay, we'll have maybe a duo three next year. And that's about it. And then they're probably going to do what Microsoft normally does, which is basically shutter it and be done with it. And that's okay. I mean, that's fine with me. But uh, I just, yeah, I, I don't understand the narrative behind the 60 hertz refresh and the, and the no wireless charger. The four and this full, full. Well, other phones have it. I said, yeah, but if you're an American, you're not, you don't have access to a nothing phone. You don't have access to a Xiaomi. You don't have access to Oppo. You don't have, now you can get it. And if you, you have T Mobile, you, you don't have <laughs> you can, direct access, put it that way. Right. And then most people who don't know how, I'm sure if they don't know how their stylus on their S22 Ultra works, I don't think they're going to understand the concept of Giztop. Okay, or I just, I, yeah, you know, and and so I just, I, I, I don't like these people. Know. Yeah, and then you know, it's just, it's just silly. I mean, I think if for a four forty nine device, for for a device you can what? walk into a Best Buy or, or carrier or whatever you get, I, I, I think you're doing pretty well. I mean, you're going to get a lot of the same features that you're going to get on most phones. I just even I, before, I even yeah. before I really got into the, the 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 content creation side of it, I've always been like a, a, a nerdy, techy person. And I had an essential phone, right? Mm-hmm. I did too. Yeah, I love that thing. I could, I knew where people were when I was out with that phone. I was actually getting propane for work for our forklifts. And the guy looks at me and he goes, oh, which iPhone is that? I was like, <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Do you see an Apple logo on the back of this thing? No. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, you're killing me. Smalls, you're killing me. And then that's when it cl- that. But the, honestly, Sam, that's when it clicked. I was like. People don't really care. they don't care if it's less they want Apple or Samsung and they don't they don't care. Right. They don't care. Right. They really and, don't care. And and Dan on our, our friend of the show, Dan, uh Grand Attack, he he does have a nothing phone. He went to the I event in that. London and he picked one up and he's been pretty happy. I think three days in or four days in, he's liking the best of life. He's yeah, he's really enjoying it. I mean Again, he had you had hit a live stream earlier today. I was kind of listening to him, and he was talking about the, the lights and stuff like that in the back. And yeah, I mean, I think for for a phone that is a stock Android device, that you know, it's like it kind of it's kind of like I guess the, the spiritual successor to the essential phone, right? Kind of a basic phone. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it has a little bit more traction than essential because I was really hoping for a a, oh, a, a so PH two. I was I think oh, a, I think a lot of fans so were just praying. <laughs> Cran, it would go out there. It was the such a great. That was so good. Oh, it was just yeah. Oh. It was just it 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 was like it honestly the size of the phone and just this and it was getting updates for like ever. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it just would not. It was like the little engine they could man. It just kept kept chugging along. I and you know, and I even like the stuff the Razer phones right. I, I like the fact that is I like as many OEMs getting into the game and getting out there and and, yeah. and taking a swing for the fences, man. I mean, just like, I just, I'm afraid that in five to seven years, it's just going to be an Apple and, and Samsung world. And I just don't want to live in that world. I just I don't. Going back to what I said, like people just want Samsung or Apple. Like the A53, I would pick the Pixel 6a or the nothing phone over the A53. Oh God, yeah. But the A53 will sell loads more. 
Yeah. It's just it's just disappointing. The so nicest that's... way I could put it is that phone is the drizzling shits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yep. Oh, it's he's always got to be he's, even even when he's on. Yeah, you know, you know, it's whatever. Hey, we will discuss this later when you've calmed down. He's going. Right now. So I'm hey. reading you. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, I, I know our, 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 our basically Lenny's been rocking the six A. He's taking some. He had the cigar selfie because you I know. Yeah, it's very good. So uh, he's he's liking it. I mean, and like I said, it, and again, granted, you know, we're we're all you know fans of the Pixel, and so, but I also realize that you know, it's okay to be a fan of something, but it's okay you don't need to be open minded to all their possibilities and other applications of devices, and be okay with the fact that yeah, the Duo Two isn't for everyone. The the Samsung Galaxy Fold Three, the Z Flip isn't for everyone, and that's what you have to kind of do. You have to kind of just let it go and just realize that you know you, you may want a, a Ford Ranger. You, you may need a, a, a Chevy Astro van if you're going to do stuff, or if you want to rock a, a Lamborghini or a Toyota Corolla, it's okay too. You know, there, there, yeah. there, there can't be. There's enough food at the table for everyone. You know, just right. but right. I mean, I just don't want to be in a world where you just have just Samsung and Apple, and that's all there is, and that's it. I just, I mean, it, it just depresses me the fact that it might be a possibility. I mean, there. having a conversation on a different platform, I heard uh, someone was going on and on about how uh, it was, was camera related. How oh, Nikon isn't relevant. I don't know any creators that use Nikon. I said, okay, whoa, timeout. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. Personal foul, holding offense, red card, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like, just because you aren't aware of it doesn't mean it's not relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. Nikon has never been a video centric brand. So why would video creators lean into Nikon? Right. It's yeah. not their, it's just not it's, their wheelhouse. It's not yeah. their wheelhouse. Their wheelhouse is and always will be still photography. Now, with that being said, the Z7 Mark II and the Z9 are absolute beasts for video. Yeah. But yeah. they come with the stigma of being Nikon. Now, people say the same thing about Panasonic, yet here I am sitting on a beautiful Panasonic camera. If you notice, there's no autofocus problems. I can you autofocus. If you set it up right. And don't push your tool outside its operating parameters, hint, hint, everyone. Right. <laughs> Stay in your lane. When you keep your tools in the lane they're designed to be in, they work great. Right. Yeah. And I and 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 Yara makes, makes a good comment here. Samsung more markets with brands integrated into the mindset of most consumers. Right. Google and I and I will tell you that I, I will tell you on the on the Google six, on the Pixel Six, and I I think even TK mentioned that there was he saw a six A ad. I don't know if it, I don't know on what media. I don't know if it was ad, a media, or internet, or whatever TV. But they there have been a whole lot more of Google Pixel Six commercials yeah, either on TV or them, movie partnering with the NBA was huge and getting 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 the Pixel Six to be the official phone of the NBA. Right. Yeah. They they have I I have seen a significant push to the center, uh, the chips in the middle on on Google's marketing. They have definitely made sure that they have put it out there, um, and I think it's it's making. Tr- I mean. Folks, I mean, as much as you hate to say it, the, the two or three brands that actually are visible are Google, Samsung, Apple, and they are constantly. I mean, hell, Apple never has mm-hmm. to run an ad ever again. They'll sell every iPhone and Pixel or uh, Apple Watch and MacBook and everything else. You don't even have to advertise anymore. It's almost comical because they – but they've done the legwork. They have done the things that have made them, for better or worse, you know, the marketing behemoth. So, 
Uh, hey, you know what? I mean, it's whatever. I don't. I use an iPhone for work because I have to. They don't. I don't have a choice. Uh, and that's the way it goes. I mean, you know, it's you know, Lumia never. You know, Windows Phone never was out there. People didn't know it was a thing. Nexus has really never heard of them, right? And Essential Phone, I never saw an ad for that. All these phones, LG, and that, what was the the banger about LG? Always, right? Okay. LG's not All out right. there trying to do it, right? <laughs> I have I have my whole thoughts on LG. Okay. And I'd like to hear that. So. I have always felt that LG treated their mobile division as basically a way to wash cash and get it out. Wash debt, basically. If you notice, that always operated in debt, but no other part of their company operated in debt. No. So how do you clear money? You come to the United States and clear this tax write-offs. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely felt like there was an ulterior motive or something else was going on. They, they, They never always had a real comprehensive strategy. And I don't, and I think a lot of times too, is I, I find it mildly ironic that people who are not in marketing and people are not in sales or strategy know exactly what companies are doing. They're not in the boardroom. They have no idea, but you know better. Like they're just accidentally, there's a bunch of smart people just completely stepping all over their cheese, right? They have no idea what the hell they're doing, but you, you, you in the middle of Missouri, you've had it all figured out, right? You, you know how the LG's marketing approach is. Yeah, I just, okay. It just felt that way. Like it's just, They've got this great technology, but they're not pushing it. Well, why would you spend advertising money on a clearing house for money that you're trying to get rid of? Like you're right. trying to you're trying to clear debt. Why create more that way? Yeah. It was never a priority for them, was it? No. Never, never was. And, man, and I and I think that's it's a shame too, because then you had a lot of people who became big big friends of the brand. I personally have a wing. I still have the wing and I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. it just because it's just you know, but I also have my fifteen twenty and my Lumia nine fifty. I have a G three. I think it was G three. Yeah. yeah. I mean it, but I I, I Scoop, I, I, I don't disagree with that. I think that's a, that's a really good approach. And I, again, without without knowing for sure, but I mean, that yeah, was, that's just, again, just a theory. I don't have any insight on what LG was doing. I'm not an insider. I don't have any leaks or anything. It's just seeing how other companies in that position have operated to clear things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, and, just and, like, and Lenny's agreeing with you, too. He's talking about the NBA. The, the Pixel NBA partnership was huge. Yeah, that, that's enormous. Well, I mean, look, look at the NBA just as far as just visibility. I mean, it's, you know, here's, here's what I always tell people, you know, your league's banger when your guys are riding the bench and they're, they're, they're crushing max contracts. Hmm? You got guys are basically putting up like five points a game, 20 minutes, now 15 minutes, four rebounds and they're making 30 million a year. Then you got the best hockey players in the world. They're lucky crushing $9 million a year contract. Can't crack 20, can't crack 20 for their whole duration of their career or their uh, contract. Excuse me. Yeah. And that's, yeah, the NBA's visibility as far as in the mainstream media and as far as, as a sport, you know, I I know the NFL is huge too, but man, (laughs) <laughs> the NBA is. I mean, I wish we had a team in St. Louis. I would. Totally it's global. Brand. It's a, people forget it. it is a truly global brand. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And some of that, and I like the fact that all these other other you know places in Europe and people and uh, countries are they're they're becoming really super competitive. I'm like, it wasn't the back in the days of the uh, you know the the first dream team, the dream team. Yeah, when we go there and crush Angola by 245 points. I mean, teams are very competitive, even even almost better than some American teams. I mean, that basketball has become. Literally, like you said, it's a global. Yeah, Lithuania. Yeah, I mean, just fantastic. Some of the some of the biggest uh, NBA players are not Native Americans. They they are from other countries, and it's it's pretty cool. I I I, like I like. I wish we had an NBA team in St. Louis. I would really like uh, that to happen. So, speaking of sport, apparently you are uh, quite a big football soccer fan. I know a lot of uh, you and Joe were having a discussion on players you had met and all that kind of stuff. It's 
interesting to see um, a lot of people we have on the show myself included don't really have a lot of exposure to to mls or fifa or <laughs> the english premier league i've actually yeah, just yeah. picked it up on the periphery just from having joe and matt on the show i, I tried yeah to i am um, figure it out <laughs> i well. grew up playing since i could i mean since i could walk i mean one of the first photos they have of me when i was like less than two years old is in a Kansas City Royals jacket, living in Kansas City, kicking a soccer ball. Like, right. Yeah. So I um I've I played up until I broke my leg at 33. So I mean, it's always been an integral part of my life. I was a season ticket holder for the Sounders when I lived up in Seattle from 2013 to when I moved. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen. Have you much of a Have you played FIFA on um, PlayStation or anything before? Oh yeah, I I I I, I don't play as much as I used to. I'm more of a Call of Duty guy, but I do play. Yeah, me too. I, I would be. But apparently, I used to play with Matt a lot, and apparently, I'm terrible at it to the point where he'd have me in matches. It'd be me, TK, and, and Matt, and he'd just say, "Hey, mate, just run around." And we'll, then, if you run out in the middle, then we'll shoot around. at you. Then we know where they're at. You're basically your base. Oh, so, so, yeah. So, yeah, Operation Human Shield with Sam. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was it. I was just like, "Oh, okay," because I just run around the map and just like grab weapons, and I didn't care about loadouts. I'm like, just you know, I'm like Operation. We call, call you Operation Human Shield. That's what I was. Yeah, I was just like there. The bullet in the middle. Headless chick. Be open and let everybody the bull, know the bullet magnet. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was bullet bullet catcher. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. <laughs> So yeah, my Call of Duty uh, days weren't were not very good at all. It was pretty embarrassing. I think so. in my heyday in like Modern Warfare three, I was like ranked third in the world in domination on PlayStation. Oh, but yeah, I don't play like that anymore. No. Oh, wow. yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's too much work. Yeah, yeah. you're a talented guy. Touched <laughs> everything you touch, you do well. Huh? I I, it's, I blame the, I just... blame the ADHD. I just I have to get good at it. Like I have to. Like I have right. to, like I yeah. Have to. I have to, like if I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna do it all the way. Like I don't right. just you're going all in. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't just like oh, let me dabble in this. I'm like, all right, let me grab this theory book about this. Let me start reading this. <laughs> let me, let me get into this. Yeah, let me get into this. Lazy. Yeah, and then, and, then and yeah, Lenny made his comment. Yeah, Jason Tatum, he's a St. Louis kid. Yeah, he's actually. And funny thing is, he's in commercials in St. Louis talking about like Emo's Pizza and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you look you can Google it if you want to. But uh, yeah, well, I was hoping he was going to get a ring. I thought the Celtics actually had a chance. And also, too, I'm just kind of tired of Golden State. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping that Celtics could pull one off because I know they they they're a pretty good solid team. And Jason would have got himself a ring. But yeah, you know what are you going to do, right? You can't always. <laughs> You can't always get too, what you want, right? Too too young, too inexperienced. They haven't been there yet. They'll be all right next time. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Third on PlayStation. Yeah. See, Dan, we were like 20K on Xbox. Uh-huh. 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 I had them <laughs> both, but I only played Call of Duty on PlayStation. <laughs> so that's all my friends are. Yeah. It's all. Uh, yeah. I, I, Who is the best footballer you've seen play live? live? Oh, God. In person? Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, a big geez. question. Me- Sorry, Messi. Messi. I see Messi live. Oh wow! So how that yeah, happened? That's... I'm curious. That that's a, that's a that's a pretty. I even know who Lionel Messi is. I mean, I oh, was a, it was a friendly between Barcelona and Seattle. Nice. How they do? Barcelona. Oh, they crushed Seattle. It wasn't close. Like it was, okay. Let's just. just I, I, I figured as much. I don't know. I just thought you'd say like, yeah, they actually held their own. Like, now nah, you guys got your. Ass. Uh, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen Messi play. Um, I've seen. Uh, Marco Royce and Matt Hummels. Uh, I've seen. Um, so you Thierry saw Thierry Henry. Yeah, I've seen Thierry Henry when he was with the Red Bulls. I've seen I've seen Slatan. Seen Carlos oh, Vela. Yeah. Seen um, 
Oh, God, I've seen a lot of really good players. Carlos Vaya loves a chipped goal. <laughs> I've seen Pirlo. Watch Pirlo play. Oh, yeah, amazing player. Yeah, like I said, we're pretty excited. I'm excited because in St. Louis uh, next year, we uh, St. Louis City FC uh, begins their their prepare to have your heart prepare to have your heart extremely broken for about two years. Oh yeah, oh I know. I've I've been around the block when it comes (laughs) to expansion teams. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty bad. So I'm just glad the MLS can be competitive. It can be. I just hate the fact they have salary caps, but that's a whole other. Yeah, well, I I just generally don't believe in salary caps because I think that eventually the teams that are you know, I know they people talk about people yeah, it's, them. It's, yeah, I was gonna say there's a way to supplement oh, actually, it. You can you know, loan players and all that kind of stuff. So, we've Arsenal signed two American players, uh, Matt Turner. You can know play. much about him, and he, is he any good? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's going to be a reserve keeper, but yeah, he can play. And the other one is Austin Trusty on loan. Yeah, he's all right. Austin's all right. He's not quite. He, he right? hasn't quite got. He hasn't quite gotten the call up to the national team consistently, but he's alright. Yeah, yeah. We've put him out on loan to, I think Birmingham, um, in the UK. So, now that doesn't happen very often, right? You know, for for an EPL team to actually grab an American-born. Oh, well, it, happens, it happens more than you think. Okay, I was just. Curious. I don't know. Like I said, I don't hear many. Yeah. Like, I know Tim Howard. You know, I know the big ones. Right? I know, but it seems like they they seem to. Goalkeepers seem to do like the Tony Miola, Tim Howard. It seems like goalkeepers uh, they have a good chance, but I don't hear a lot of. I just didn't know. Yeah, that. often you do more... produce good goalkeepers. To be fair, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm just curious. I don't know. Is that seems yeah, to be apparently more the more... Premier League? Not so much. You'll see them a lot in Spain and Germany. Okay. Uh, mm. Which again, good leagues. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not the Premier League, but they're still good. Right. Um, yeah, brilliant leagues. Yeah, they're, they're really good leagues, and they're really good players there. But um, there haven't been many prolific field players from the States in the Premier League. Um, Clint Dempsey was one of them. Landon Donovan yeah. had spurts, but he was never really good at Everton. Right. Um, no. That, Clint Dempsey was solid. That dude was scoring for everybody. Uh, be it Fulham or Tottenham, he was scoring. That's what, that's what the dude does. Uh, Pulisic is pretty good. Uh, I thought... Chelsea didn't put him in the right spot initially. They had him kind of out of position. Yeah. They were, they were, it's, it's, to be perfectly honest, they were trying to feed a striker. They couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Not going to mention any name. <laughs> <laughs> but they got him back in his natural position. He's playing really well. Yeah. Yeah, Pulisic yeah. is big. I was upset Chelsea got him. Yeah, I just I, I just didn't know if that was something that – and I, I know – and now they have the, these players played a lot of MLS, or is it just – Guys that just were pretty good, like maybe in college. Like I know in St. Louis, you know, SLU is a huge. Um, actually, in the, in the collegiate ranks, apparently St. Louis University is pretty good, um, pretty mm-hmm. well known. And uh, a lot, I know a lot of players, but I don't know if they make that transition from going like from like the like early twenties and kind of like either transition MLS to get over to Spain and Germany, and then kind of you know transition to champion or EIPL leagues. But I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure what that glide path. Look, it's a lot. It's a lot more open in, in football depends. as opposed to like in Major League Baseball. It's pretty obvious. It depends obvious. on when you were noticed, per se. There's a lot of guys that yeah. went to college that have been through academy teams overseas, so they already know about them. Okay. They've been through different academies and different high-level Premier League or Premier teams that travel, 
and play over there. And they've been seen in front of these guys and they're already on the radar. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, that's luck actually, involved, isn't there as well? There's yeah. a lot of luck involved. Um, yeah. Cause there's a I lot of guys so. that have been, in, that have been incredible that just never got the break in the premier league yet. You see them starting on national teams. Right. Mm. And playing well on the national, on the national team level. Yeah. I mean, one of the perfect examples would be DeAndre Yedlin when he uh, he was 17 years old, starting for the Sounders in, in the MLS. He he makes the, the 20 he makes the 2014 uh, World Cup squad. Completely handles Eden Hazard for 120, almost 120 minutes, and and kept yeah. Eden Hazard under control for 120 minutes. And Eden was That's at the top easy. of his game at the time. Mm-hmm. Ends up in the Premier League the next year. It can well, happen. To the wrong well, well, Scoop, we're going to have you on again just to talk, just talk football. I mean, realize all <laughs> apparently we we're just scra- we're just basically scratching the surface. We're staying high level here, but uh, and then Joe's like, "Wow, somebody's actually on here. <laughs> actually knows what the hell's going on when it comes to, to you know EPL and teams and players." I'm like, "This is pretty, pretty." I, I for the first time in the show, which is fantastic. I feel like I'm kind of just going to sit here and listen to you guys talk about it. It's actually kind of, <laughs> kind of it's kind of nice. I kind of like it. I, I'm, I'm digging it. So I'm going to get you into soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. We'll get you into I'm gonna, it. Uh, now that he's got a squad to go watch locally, he'll go. Yeah, I want, I, I'm yeah, absolutely – I mean, I will definitely go. I mean, and apparently they're, make, they're having a new stadium built, so it's kind of cool. I mean, I'm, I think I'm really, really looking forward to to, to going to a couple of games a year. and kind of. I will say it. this about football matches. The brilliance of them is you know exactly how long they're pretty much going to be. You'll be in and out in three and a half mm-hmm. hours at yeah. the most. At the most, and I like the fact that it's the the new stadium. Uh, the the pitch is downtown, and that's where I work. So they may have like a gentleman special, like in baseball, like a midday game going on. I might just kind of find a way to say, "Hey, boss, I'm gonna go, oh, go go take a walk down to Union Station and go check out check out St. Louis FC." So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I you know St. Louis actually is a pretty pretty big soccer city as far as in the United States. I mean, there, there's a lot of you know teams, a lot of interest around here. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna, oh yeah, and then Barry says yeah. Today's show apparently Joe and uh, Scoop don't know we're we're having a two-hour marathon because the back end <laughs> is going to be nothing but football and soccer the whole the whole time on the back end. So yeah, yep. Barry Barry apparently is keeping me on the on the. On the I mean, Scoop can play my Yeah, I can just drop time. off and you guys can just commits about the footballs and stuff like that. <laughs> so you know, I, I, I again, it's you know as always we we love having you on the show and it's I you know it's fascinating about you know I've I've seen you on on on. Hollow's streams and all that. I kind of see you popping in and out and kind of thing. And I've always been a fan of your work on Instagram and everything else. But I, I didn't, you never really, you know, because everybody kind of already knows you. I, you know, I never was like, I always like to have people on and let them tell the stories because I want to buy an scoop looking like a cool name. And it had to be something behind that. You know, it didn't just yeah. seem to be something random out of the air. And also just to get to know uh, the people that we interact with in the tech space is pretty cool. So I, I, I'm very, very excited and happy that you decided to spend some time with us today on our show. It's been yeah, a pleasure you know, it's, as always. It's fun. Um, a lot of people see us and see me on the stream and I, oh, it's like laughing, joking around. Like that's, this is me all the time. Like I, I'm not turning the camera on and acting like someone I'm not like, this is, me, if you DM me, if you text me, I'm you call me. I'm I'm the same person, right? On with the cameras on and when the cameras off. I, only difference is when the cameras off. I don't want to be around most people. So. <laughs> yeah, I can I can appreciate that for sure. Uh, I, I have I, enough. I, I've had I'm, enough human interaction for one day, kind of thing. As right? a, as living living in Las Vegas, people think, oh, a party, party. Like for the most part, 
I stay away from the strip and in, in Fremont unless I have to be there. Or I have someone yeah. in town that I really want to see, I'll go I'll go down there. But I am perfectly content sitting at home and cleaning my cameras and editing photos and trying new things with editing to to just elevate things to a different level. And uh, yeah, speaking of I that, enjoy- Joe, did you did you not just edit a video for uh, you know the purposely pixel? YouTube channel. So if yep. you're not paying attention, that's where you need to be. That's who is it's a grace enough to host our show. Um, check them out. I know you guys are doing a lot of good six A content. I got Lenny out there, and then yeah, there's loads. Of- yeah, Lenny's got a few in the in the um, works. Good deal. Yeah, so, so check them out. So if you're if you're looking to pick up a Pixel Stitch, if you don't have one, you probably should. Just saying. Yeah. and then um, yeah, <laughs> check out their channel. I purposely Pixel our YouTube. There, it's our they're, they're really good folks. Over there, Lenny does a great job and. Everybody else on the team is fantastic. And for your Pixel 6a, you probably want to get a skin because you don't want to just have just three colors. Why not have hundreds of colors or dozens of colors or you know, have something where it doesn't get scratched up? Where's the best place to get skins? The best place would be extremeskins.co.uk. That's Sam, where where's the best be. place to get your skin? Yeah, extremeskins.co.uk. Get it. Get you some. They're, they're great. Fantastic. Absolutely. They ship to the United States. So you have really no reason. Oh, well, it's a UK company. They're not going to send stuff to me. No, they will send it to you. Right to your house. They'll just mail it to you. Just like the mail. You know, UPS it, whatever. You call them. They'll get you taken care of. Lots of great colors. Really competitive prices. Good, good, good guys over there. You got a problem? Email them. If you put it on wrong like I did, they'll probably roast you on on Twitter. They'll do it publicly right in front of you. They'll let you know that you ain't about shit. They'll basically blast you if you put it on wrong. I put on my PS4 skin they sent me, and I made a small mistake. And boy, did they hell of a catch it. They will let you know fantastic guys check them out this is how you sell a sponsor <laughs> right they're fantastic man reach out to them extremeskins.co.uk check them out and also they got sales all the time free shit i mean they do they they, they have like 50 free shit yeah. free shit i don't get the free shit you guys get the free shit me i just I they just, have deals with them, yeah they had a 15 percent off they rarely give it full, full price and they got a ton I mean, you'd be surprised. It's not just like yeah, the apples out. and they sandals. Often have buy one, get one, a lot of price. Yeah, and they've got console skins too. So it's not just your phones, man. They are really good. I mean, you'd be surprised. I know a lot of people think that they're just because they're not a, a, a company you've ever like majorly heard of. They're not the biggest company in the world. You think that they have a they really small selection? They skin all sorts of shit. Like the you have the Steam Deck. Do they have yeah. that already available? Get you some. Yeah, Steam Deck. Do uh, XM4s. They probably do XM5s. Um, they do different headphones, buds. They do all sorts. Laps. They do a few laptops as well. Yeah, I know they do and the then, Dell one. And they're actually going to do Scoop's chair yeah. at some day. They're going to get a skin for his his, his chair he's sitting in right now. They're going to skin that too. Because <laughs> should skin the whole wall. Let's, yeah, let's go. skin everything. Right, skin everything. Yeah. Skin right. that. Skin my tripod. Skin my skin my SD cards. Let's go. Right. Extremeskins.co.uk. Check them out. Purposely Pixel. Check them out as well. And uh, we're run up on the hour. So yeah, Sam. Scoop. Yeah. Sam, just quickly, you, you, you might be doing videos for the Purposely Pixel channel, might not you? Oh, well, they thinking about yeah, the, of the duo. Oh. Trying to persuade oh. him. He's trying to get oh. me to do it again. I, we need some I duo have, content. I've never done any saying. kind of videos ever. I did an unboxing I'm once. I think when I got the first duo, I think I did an unboxing yeah. for like four seconds. Oh. Yeah, I might oh. do it. I'll try. I'll give it a shot. What the hell? I mean, it can't be any worse than my audio do it. Or, or podcasting. Jesus Christ, I mean, it's like, just like a basic bitch. Do it. Here. I will do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. So what do you mean? We're, we're the evident professionals. Yeah, we're like totally, like completely professional, completely awesome at this. It's like natural, like naturals, we're like Babe Ruth, except 
still alive and not very good at baseball. We just see, but we try. We show up anyway. I mean, we're just, it's college try, E for effort. I need to drink more probably is what's happening here. <laughs> so, uh, Scoop, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the show. I, as always, that is an open you. invitation anytime you'd like to come on. Um, and do you want to plug your socials? Yeah, I know you have an Instagram, which if folks – and I think Aditya said he's following it. If you yes. aren't following it, please follow this man's Instagram. He's I fantastic. am at the Bionic Scoop on all platforms. Okay. Instagram, Twitter, you can at the Bionic Scoop on Facebook. You see my my page there. I've got a bunch of stuff there that I don't that's normally too big for other socials. So yeah. Absolutely. So check my we'll put those links in the show. So that way in case people uh yep. listening to the audio podcast later on, we'd be directed to to your channel. And as always, thank you, sir. Open invitation, come on anytime you want. Um, oh, thank you. You are now a friend of the show. So congratulations. You now yes. bless as a friend of the show. And uh, and that's it. So, Joe, do you have any final thoughts or uh, glad tidings for our, our guest here? No, I just think we'll go back to what you said earlier. Live by this motto. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Treat people nice. Be, be a good person and uh, do, do dope pics, man. Just saying. Take dope something. photos. Take dope photos and that's it for Joe, for Sam, and for the Bionic Scoop. This is the Nomad Tech Project. Love bringing it to you. We will be back next Sunday don't know if we have a guest yet or not because clearly don't have anything planned around here we just kind of wing it so yeah don't be a dick is important so for myself and for joe and for scoop thanks for showing up come back next sunday we'll have some good content for you great discussions enjoy your text stay cool because it's hotter than shit outside and uh (laughs) we we love you guys and we'll see you on the next episode of the nomad tech project take care take care bye bye everybody